Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. You know, our ego is a fascinating part of our minds, and it serves us in so many ways. It protects us, it keeps us safe, and it makes sure that we keep coloring between the lines of life. When I first began to think about the concept that I wanted to talk about today, self-honesty, the first thing I thought was how ego runs right in front of it, almost like Superman or Wonder Woman, or if you're of my generation, the bionic woman or million-dollar man who steps in front of a train to stop it in its tracks. The ego is an interesting creature. To me, it's a creature because it lives in its own space, like its own galaxy. And it's so powerful. And we don't even know how much or how often it influences us, in truth. Much like all of the other things that are incredibly fascinating that God created, all of the different types of animals in the world, nature, people, how our bodies just work on autopilot, let alone all of the parts of our body. And, you know, and the plethora of experiences that our soul, de soul delivers to us, how the ego works is one of the most fascinating things to me. And maybe because I've come to know mine so well, or at least better than I ever have. In fact, I've adopted the habit, honestly, of asking myself how my ego influences pretty much every decision and thought that I have. That's the deep work that I've been doing this past year. And it's pretty amazing to do that because you begin to see how the future, I'm sorry, how, how the feelings of fear, doubt, uncertainty, anxiety, sadness, and any other feelings that don't feel good, how they really feel. It's like all of a sudden, you can tell how the ego restricts you when you understand how feelings really truly feel where they sit in your body. And it really does. The ego really restricts you. And if you haven't studied much about this part of your of yourself, I highly encourage you um, to do that because it's going to give you a phenomenal blueprint, blueprint of how you're living your life. It gives you the play-by-play -play of how free you are and the kind of quality of life you're living and creating. And I wanted to open up with a little bit of education about the ego because today's topic is about being honest with yourself. Look, I know everybody talks about how to be honest and the value of it, but this is a little different. I think it's very, very important to talk about really what the truth of being honest with yourself is about. And we can't talk about radical self-honesty without addressing the barrier to it, the ego. Our ego holds all of these limiting beliefs that aren't true. And we as humans, we tend to believe everything we think. 
How silly is that? But we do it. We do it just like our breathing is on autopilot, just like the blood flows through our body, our veins, like autopilot. We do not question our thoughts and we believe them on autopilot. I've spoken before about how little time we spend actually questioning our thoughts and the harm that it can do. It can literally talk us out of doing something amazing for ourselves just because we have a thought or two that tells us we should play it safe or fear rejection or that people might gossip about us or that if we take a leap of faith, something bad will happen versus something good. Why does our ego align so much with negativity and keep us scared? Why do we listen to it so much? I used the word radical honesty and felt hesitant only because it feels severe to me when we talk about the whole concept of radical. Isn't all self-honesty radical, though? Are there different gradients of self-honesty? If so, what are they? To me, you're either in denial or you're in honesty. And in all honesty, ha ha ha, I prefer to think of honesty in this concrete black and white way. And moreover, in the past 30 years of my work, you can't straddle the honesty fence. You're either honest or you're not. It's kind of like just how, how I like to think about it. And, um, and it's like selective disclosure, right? Sure, you can share certain parts that might be true, but are you actually being truthful because you're being selective? No, you aren't disclosing the truth in its entirety, so you're not being truthful. And then when you think about what truth really is, isn't it just our perception of a belief? Isn't it just what we have chosen to accept as truth? Right? So here's the reality. If we're talking about radical honesty. Nothing is true unless it's true all of the time, 100% of the time. So if what we actually believe and think is true for everyone all the time, um, then it's not a truth because it's not true for everybody all the time, right? So we can think of the sky as blue, but is it blue all the time? A truth is the sun is always shining, even if there are clouds. And just because the clouds are in the way doesn't mean the sun isn't shining or the sun hasn't come up. Does that make sense? Do you understand the difference? But back to you, my dear, and back to the conversation about being honest with yourself. I love bypassing the ego. You can do it too. If I can do it, you can. And it makes me realize what I'm made of. And I can kick my ego's ass and become a greater version of myself. And I kind of like that. In fact, I like that a lot. And I encourage you to do the same. Question everything you think. So let's talk about some of the perks of being honest with yourself. I know it freaks a lot of people out. If I'm honest with myself, I got to face some bad shit. I got to look at all my regret. I got to look at the ways I fucked up and all the mistakes I've made and how I've hurt everybody. And I'm saying to myself, why do we always have to lean into the negativity when it comes to being honest? Yeah, those things are important. And you do have to look at the good and the, the bad. But the way I think about life is, if I look back at the past at mistakes or 
choices I've made that have caused me or where I have felt resourceless or bad, then that's just my opportunity to learn. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means I can learn, right? But let's talk about some of the perks of being honest with yourself because I want you to start thinking about things in your life in a different way. I want you to look at the good because so much bad shit out there. I even watch the news, that's why. It's just too bad. So let's look at the good. So when you're honest with yourself, I wrote down a few things, uh, just notes for me to kind of talk about today. Um, the first one is that you get to actually choose the beliefs you have. And I've talked about this before. You know, remember when I was talking about questioning your thoughts and how you need to do that more? Well, the more honest you are with yourself about what you decide you want to think about, then the more powerful you become and the more architectural you can be with your life. The more you choose consciously, the more you can structure how you live your life. And struct by structure, I mean, the, which is actually the, the word I was talking about, the architecture. You could be the architecture, architecture, sorry, architect, terrible, wrong word. You could be the architect of your life uh, more intentionally and consciously. So number two is you put your needs and passions first. Now, many of you feel all sorts of uncomfortable when you hear that, putting your needs first and your passions first. Especially we women, we are kind of hung up on this concept of we have to be selfless and we have to be self-sacrificing and, and, and martyr-like uh, because it's selfish to put our needs and our passions first. But if you were to think about the power of putting your needs and passions first, and the reverberating effects of that on your income, your relationships, your quality of life, your self-confidence, wouldn't that mean that you would be improving all of those? If you become a better person, all those other parts become better too. And since energy is everything and everything is energy, and if your energy is vibrating higher, the more you take care of yourself and the more you love yourself and the happier you are, and it's connected to everything else, Aren't you then raising and contributing to the raising of the collective vibration? Wow, that impacts the whole freaking world, right? What's more, uh, you know, uh, uh, when you're a when you're a happier person, you're able to do things that allow you to feel better and happier. Like you, you choose from a a different place when you're in a positive state. You're able to. Um, look at things differently, internalize things differently, perceive things differently, choose differently. And to me, when you're living life from a place that is not restricted, in other words, that feels free, that's not selfish at all. It's freaking win in my book, right? So you put your needs and passions first, and it's amazing how beautiful everything else falls into place. You decide who you want to be and become is number three. Now, don't get all that sounds so girly and hokey, but it's true. If you're honest with yourself and everybody else, you know, y'all need to listen up by virtue of you, and I mean general you of all genders, deciding who you're going to be from moment one moment to the next, you can create yourself, right? Remember I talked about that architect, and recreate yourself at any given moment. And to me, that's pretty cool. Number four, you stop feeling dissatisfied. This is a big one, y'all. 
Because when you're truly honest with yourself, you know yourself so well that you aren't willing to sacrifice what truly allows you to be happy. Like you reach a point, I know this in my life uh, at 53, I am not willing to, to not be anybody else but myself or put aside what I know is right for me um, to be in pain to help somebody else. Like that's, that's not even a consideration because what I know is when I choose right for me, I'm in a better space, not only to be able to be there for other people, but my energy is different. It helps other people. My higher vibration helps other people, right? So you can choose things that allow you to feel the way you desire to feel, and you won't settle anymore. You get to a point where settling is so much more painful than choosing what fits. And when you realize that choosing what fits is amazing, you're going to want to keep doing it over and over and over again. Number five, you are better able to problem solve. And what I mean by that is because you're being honest with yourself about yourself and you're like, you're, you know yourself well, and you're looking at yourself, you inherently know the truth for yourself, right? So each of us has intuition, period a gut instinct that we either honor or disobey. And that gut instinct can often be very noticeable uh, or it can simply float past your awareness as if you, you know, if you're not paying close enough attention to it, it can just be a fleeting moment and you'll lose it. And you can't look at a challenge, or sorry, you can look at a challenge and trust your intuition to guide you in the exact right way to experience the exact right outcome. So you let go of your thinking mind and you open yourself up to receiving the answer. And a result, as a result, you know, life becomes infinitely easier to navigate. Number six, you let go of conditioning, other people's opinions, and your own expectations. This is a big one. And I could talk a ton around this one, but suffice it to say that when you're honest with yourself, you can feel the weight of your own beliefs, whether they belong to you or not, right? We take on beliefs from our conditioning, right? From our parents or generations back or our teachers or whenever we were molded. And, and when you're little, you, you don't know enough to, to not take on a belief or a way of life. You are just a sponge. And because we are, we are raised a particular way, we hold tightly to it. And then at one point or some point in your life, you got to look back and you, and you have to look at your beliefs and say, is this belief still relative to me? Does it make me feel good or does it make me feel like shit about myself? If it makes me feel good, I'm going to keep it. If it makes me feel good, con good and connected to my family or my friends or anything else that allows me to feel good, great, I'm going to keep that. But if it doesn't, if it's from, from uh, uh, generations of the past, right? If it's antiquated and it doesn't work for you anymore, you can just not believe it anymore. You can just change the belief, right? You can lay down the opinions of others because you honor that feeling and that lets you know that it doesn't feel right to carry the weight of other, pe other people's opinions around. 
It gets really freaking heavy to do that. And I sure shit don't want to carry all that around anymore. I spent too much of my life living for other people. And I've gotten to the point, uh, and I say this with, with strength, that it's not, there's really no negativity, although I'm connected with the strength of it. I refuse to do that anymore. I will not live for anybody else anymore. I am the architect of my life. And even more than that, when you're honest with yourself, you become aware of the weight of your own expectations of yourself. And I think a lot of people don't really even look at those. Like, I know I'm pretty hard on myself. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I tend to be that way. Um, and uh, it, it really is that inner perfectionist that I have. Um, it, it really kicks my ass. And I really try not to be that way. I really try to look at look at things and say, you know, I can take imperfect action. I can do something and screw up and I just get back up again and I, I can do it uh, differently without having to beat myself up. And if, as I've gotten older, I've definitely gotten better at that. But when you take an honest look at yourself, your capabilities and what you have already accomplished in life, you have a whole slew of evidence that lets you know you're doing okay. You've made enough good decisions to get you here. You're here. So you must have done something right. Not one thing, a number of things. But are you willing to give yourself credit for that, for all those things? So being hard on yourself might help you sometimes, but practicing holding yourself to an unreachable standard never works either. I'm telling you, just makes you feel like crap. And I am expert at doing that at times, and I can't stand doing that anymore. So I choose to look at that and say, nope, I'm not going to do that anymore. Number seven, you'll learn that taking responsibility feels so much better rather than feeling what it feels like to avoid taking responsibility. And when I was thinking about this one, because I was recently talking with somebody, um, I thought of uh, one of my ex-boyfriends and how he struggles, and he still does, to take responsibility for his actions in his life. A good, he's a good guy, but it's really actually painful to think about how much he is haunted by his inability to be honest with himself about himself. He numbs himself with alcohol, pot, and sex, and it's really, really sad. And he's, he's left a lot of damage in his wake, and he doesn't even realize it. Even though people will tell him, he just laughs it off. It, it's very sad. Uh, and I, it was sad to watch when we were dating. And from what I understand, not much has changed with all of that in his life. He just goes from one person to the next and uh, has just is too scared to change. He's just too scared to be who he needs to be or who he is, in all honesty. And when you take responsibility uh, for your truth, for what matters to you, for what you could do better, for when you take responsibility for making a mistake, for the choices you've made, for all the years you hurt yourself by not being honest with yourself uh, about how you've been living your life, then you can start fresh with yourself as long as you do all of that without beating yourself up. If you start to take responsibility and it ends up being self-loathing or self-deprecation or self-injury in any kind of way, that's not taking responsibility. That's just making another decision to feel badly and do badly. If you take responsibility, you're, you're acting. Yeah, especially 
um, you know, if you live out loud, right? And you give it this persona of what, oh, I'll end it here. Look, amazing things happen when you get honest with yourself. Most importantly, you stop giving a shit about anyone or anything outside of you. So when you take responsibility for your truth, it's like you give yourself a second chance at life to live it cleanly with calm, peace, and joy. And it's hard to be haunted by your fears and of what you think people will think of you if you live out loud and if you give up a persona of what version of yourself is more acceptable. I mean, that's, that is the kind of weight that uh, can become pretty unbearable because you end up living a fake life. You end up being a phony Nobody wants to feel like that. So I'm sure that you can think of many more ways that being honest with yourself benefits you. But for now, I'm just going to end it here. And the cool thing is that amazing things happen when you get honest with yourself. Most importantly, you stop giving a shit about anyone or anything outside of you, giving you permission to enjoy your life or be who you're meant to be. It's like you just don't care doesn't mean you don't care about other people, but you just don't care about the judgment. It doesn't even factor into how you live your life. So what happens is that you just live for your own peace of mind. And when you do that, life just gets easier all of a sudden, and it just seems to work better. So last week, I talked to y'all about uh, telling you that I was going to have this link ready for you to join my free three-day live broadcast. It's a, it's a mini course, a mini series um, that I'm offering for women who are ready to step into their full potential, who feel like something's missing. Y'all have heard me talk about this for weeks and weeks and weeks, that they know that they're meant for something more, right? And, and they're ready to step it up, but they just either don't know what it is or how it is or are, whether or not they're even living in their true, they're, they're living on their true path. So what I've done is I've created this three-part free live mini-series, and it's called Destined for More. And it's going to take place the beginning of December. I had to push it back because of wedding planning, and I'm getting ready to move, and I wanted to make sure that I was settled before I delivered it to you. So it's going to be uh, happening this free mini series uh, early December, and I will um, I will let you know when those dates are. But if you're ready to register for that, because there's a limited uh, amount of um, places available for that that seminar that uh, mini series, go ahead and uh, hop on this page. It's called uh, Janice R. Cohen forward slash destined. That's J-A-N-I-S-R-C-O-H-E-N forward slash D as in dog, E-S-T-I-N-E-D. And there you will see um, the page where you can read all about it. You can even just quickly, the first part of the page, click on the yellow button, register for it. And uh, then you'll get the thank you page that lets you know you're registered and it'll tell you the dates to make sure you mark on your calendar. Uh, I am so excited about this mini-series. I have really spent hours and hours and hours putting what I hope to be is a tremendous amount of value uh, just for you. And you can even, 
hey, just stop there with with, uh, with the the mini course. But it's also I'm also going to be sharing more about my program called Aligned, uh, and that's going to be coming in mid December. So please go ahead, take your time to hop on uh, that uh, that page, Janice R. Cohen forward slash destined. Enter for the free three-day live mini-series called Destined for More. And I'll see you there. Can't wait. I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.